Well, welcome to the Side Talks podcast. We're here live at the Sidewalk Cinema. What's up, Ding Dongs? There it is again. People are getting up and leaving. <laughs> they heard that and they're they're out of here. I don't blame them. Well, I'm bit. I'm Rachel Morgan. You're Corey Craft. We're gonna jump right in. Um, let's do it. We're, we're known for our long intros today. Let's do a short one since we're live and let's go. Okay. Guess what? What? What's this shit? All right. For those of you who've never listened to the podcast before and you're wondering so what the hell that was, so uh, What's This Shit is a game that we play where Rachel describes a bad movie or sometimes a movie she thinks is bad that I think is good. Um, and by her very vague descriptions, I have to guess what it is, which I can sometimes do because I have a weird uh, computer uh, that is mostly the internet movie database for a brain. What, um, do, what do we think his percentage is, Sam? He's about 80%. Don't you think he gets it right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right, because I'm fucking great. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, and uh, if you're wondering why she just shrieked, uh, what's this shit that's part of the, the theme that we have on the podcast, which she does live every, every single time? Every time. And his little ears are shot now. My little ears. Little ears. Okay, are y'all ready for this? Let's so do I it. just watched this. I went back to my office and just grabbed a clip out of nowhere. I did do like a little sort of what's the worst movie of this year search, but I'm not going to tell you. I think you might get it. You might get it. So I, I tur- put the clip on, and I don't know where it falls in the film, but it's pretty, it's pretty far in. And it is the most intense music, to the point where I was like, am I watching a scene from a film, or what am I looking at right now? Because the music is like, I mean, it's so incredibly intense. Okay. And do you know what it is? <laughs> no. And then don't look over here, because it's written down on my sheet, so I want you to see that. And so um, then there's some there's two dudes in an office and one of them says something to the other one about something about security. By the way, if anybody can get this and beat Corey, scream it out. Okay, is that fair? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and so then the one dude who's standing up in front of the other dude at the desk says something that's really I can't I can't really tell what he said but about something else about security and the other guy looks kind of confused and upset and angry and he goes, Well, let me know when it's done. Are these dudes played by any actors of prominence? I, I don't think so. Okay. But you know, sometimes you're like, oh, that's such and such, and he's in... Da, da, da. And I'm like, I've never seen that guy before. So who knows? Okay, now cut to the some of the worst handheld camera work that I've ever seen, and I do teach film. Sorry, y'all. My students are here. Sorry, y'all. But there is some bad handheld camera work out there in the in the world of student production, and this is some of the worst. It is, it is as if the camera is hanging off a fishing hook. But this is not a student production. This is this a is not. Production. This has definitely has a, has a budget. Okay. Um, and so then we are outside an SUV and inside an SUV, and there's two dudes talking, and now we do have somebody who is very recognizable, and he's wearing aviator glasses, and he's like talking very intensely, and he's in a lot of films. You would know him. He's very famous. What's that? Is it the new top 10? Oh, it's not. It's not. Are there dinosaurs in this picture? I mean, not in the scene. But in the film. I don't think so. Okay, so it's not Jurassic World? No, 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 no. Okay. No. no. Because that Um, that movie is bad. And then there's, so there's some back and forth dialogue that would never happen in a car when people are driving like this. And also when all of a sudden there's some close-ups of guns. And so one says something to to the other about like, I told you that, but you never listened to me. <laughs> and then uh, some other like interaction goes on, and some more bad like cutting back and forth. And the one guy says to the other, the non-famous guy says to the famous guy in the aviators, "What the hell kind of bank did you rob?" 
and it's not ambulance because ambulance uh, rules. Well, if it is, then this was this clip came up with the wrong name because okay. I have not seen ambulance. So let's hope for the best here. Okay. What was that? No, I don't think so. And this is a contemporary film, a 2022 film. No. Ah. No. No. I just watched the clip in my office, but it's not a necessarily a. What What time period are we talking here? Okay, I can give you a hint. It's it's a it's around like um, 2014 ish. 2014 ish. Yeah. And then the aviators says, well, not a bank by any kind of recognizable definition of the word. Ugh. And then there, he then comes Who out of the that? car with those little aviators on and starts shooting. And then there's, uh, like, and I don't know, at this point, I'm just out. You know what I mean? Like, we're cutting to a bunch of cars and one car, I don't know what the hell's happening. It's a car chase and there's guns and it's, it's miserable. It's absolutely miserable. And there's some, again, there's some, like, back and forth with lines that nobody would say when they're in a chase. Like, I'm going to kill you. And then, and then the aviator says, um, like, that's the spirit. This is, <laughs> <laughs> this is very generic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely generic. Um, right, okay, any other me? identifying characteristics short of telling me who the actor is? I know, because as soon as I tell you the actor, I do think you're probably going to get it. Does anybody see this crap? Because it's, it's terrible. I mean, I've almost definitely seen definitely this seen movie uh, um, because it's a trashy action movie. Okay, I'm telling you who the dude is. Because you know what's not fun is listening to silence. It's John Cusack. Oh, so it's some movie that John Cusack made in 2014? That's right. Jesus Christ, I haven't seen this. I can't believe no one in this room is getting this. Because nobody... It's it's just like director red box movie. Maybe I did a search for this film and pulled something up. No, I believe that this is... It's terrible. This seems like a secret movie, one of John Cusack's many secret movies. So this counts, Sam, as a Corey got it wrong. Okay. And it's um, Drive Hard. Drive Hard? Drive Hard. (laughs) That's the name of the film. Drive Hard. That is not a real movie. Listen, here's the thing I have to tell you, though. They are indeed driving hard. Like, I will give credit where credit's due. They were definitely driving hard. Can anybody confirm that this movie exists? <laughs> yeah, Sam, Sam gave me a thumbs up. The Drive Hard is a real movie. I mean, I, didn't, I don't think I found a fake movie. It could, I guess it could have been an SNL skit. I mean, it looked that level. Um, yeah, I think that's was this some sort of tax shelter uh, situation? Um, it, yeah, yeah, for sure. What is happening? Okay, well, yeah. I missed that because everybody did because <laughs> nobody's ever heard of that. Movie, John, Drive I tell Hard. you something. John Cusack in 2014 or today, and a pair of aviator glasses is just one of the saddest <laughs> things I've ever seen. It's just I'm getting up there, you know. I've had a, I've recently had a big birthday. <laughs> oh my God. And Thomas Jane. And uh, it doesn't make me feel good. Aging is not fun, and seeing John Cusack like this is not okay for me. It really is. It's upsetting. Yeah, wow. That beat the hell out of me. Because, again, was not aware that existed until right this moment. All right, well, you got it wrong. Reflections. Oh, boy, okay. So we're going to, Reflections is our episode where we reflect on things. Um, and I thought we could talk about a number of things today, certainly okay. the festival, perhaps. But I wanted to bring up an email that we both received recently. So I don't think this will be a long reflection. Um, and that I don't generally open email and just laugh out loud. But I did when I opened this one. And it was an email welcoming me back to MoviePass. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some of you got this email as well, uh, especially if you took stopped. advantage of MoviePass I, I back in its it. heyday. 
Did you sign up for the wait list? No, did yeah, you? No, I thought about it, though. I didn't even realize there was a wait list. There is a wait list. They've, they're relaunching the service uh, over Labor Day weekend, apparently. How many folks in this room were MoviePass members? Yeah, that's not a, that's not a lot of folks. Um, are they, what is are they going to be able to pull this off? Well, there's, what's, there's, what's the, what, what are they thinking? So I don't know too much about it, but they're priced. There are different tiers of of membership. They're they're planning to go back to how it was when the service first first launched. It launched in like 2011 or 2012, right? Because I was a super early adopter. Whenever that David Gordon Green movie, The Sitter, came out with Jonah Hill, anybody any Sitter fans? Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I remember that that is a movie that exists, but nobody would call uh, uh, say they're a fan of it. That's the Somebody first. Somebody needs to give one clap so that we can email David Gordon Green and say you've got a sitter fan. Yeah, one we, sitter we fan. Met them. I thought that movie was all right, but that is the first movie I saw uh, with Movie Pass. So that was 2011, 2012, something like that. And I used That's it for a, good choice. a bunch of years because what they would do is they would just like pre-charge a card with just like cash that you could swipe as some as like a gift card at theater box offices. And then the hedge fund people bought it and they were like, you can see any movie you want at any time for $9.99 or whatever. And they ran the service into the ground because obviously that is ridiculously unsustainable as a business model. But it, but it sounds like they're going back to what it was in the old days, which is similar to to how they began. Well, it, and so it's similar to... This is this is my question. Uh-huh. How are they going to survive when clearly every theater was like, oh, look at this model. We can do this and just keep all the money. And so, I mean, I'm sure some of y'all in the room are similar to me. I'm an AMC. You are too, right? Yeah, I'm, A-list I'm member. A-list, I'm, an A- I'm an A-list member, y'all. <laughs> Not um, trying to brag. Man, people get real pissed about that one line where you get up in front of them to get the concessions. They get power real move. mad about that. It is such a power move. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how are they going to compete when that's clearly a better deal? Like, why would I go to do Movie Pass if I can just have that AMC membership? Is this for people who have, you know, like multiple different kinds of multiplexes in their area? Or? Yeah, this is for people who don't live in cities where a single company has a monopoly on the cinemas in town, like, um, unlike Birmingham, Alabama, where everything is an AMC except for this place. Well, so is AMC going to accept that, though? Like, are they going to accept MoviePass? If I were AMC, I'd tell them to fuck off. Right. Because we have our own program now. So, I mean, I can't imagine this is going to do well. Who, who is going to sign up for the wait list or renew their MoviePass? <laughs> wow. Okay, well, it's going to really, really going to fly. <laughs> no, I, I would sign up for it. I, I'm undecided. I'm still on the fence. And the reason, you know, on, on the one hand, I would never use it in Birmingham and I already pay for a service, so it's kind of redundant. But on the other hand, sometimes I go out of town to see movies. And what if I were to do that again? Maybe Movie Pass would help. Or I could just pay for a ticket. This seems like a bad idea. Unlikely. I'm sorry, but this sounds Instance like a bad that, uh, idea. I go out of town. No, it does. It sounds like a bad idea, but... All right, show well. of hands. How many people are thinking that Movie Pass is going to succeed? Hands up. Aww. How many people think Movie Pass is going to fail? Okay. Okay, so they'll get some re- they'll get some ad revenue. That's a good point. They're gonna have some ad revenue. So does that change anybody's mind? My wife reading the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> How many people think MoviePass is gonna fail? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should uh, tell them for the podcast <laughs> listener. That was the overwhelming majority yeah. of people in Let the room. 
All right. Well, unless you want to talk about anything else, I mean, I think we've done enough reflecting on MoviePass. Um, if you didn't, if anybody wants to see that email, let me know. I'll, yeah, I'll send it I to also you it's, it's, I can forward you laugh. the information. No, you know, we're in, we're entering an interesting time uh, for theatrical exhibition in general, right? Because uh, Top Gun Maverick was an astounding success at theaters this summer. Uh, continues to be a kind of astounding success. Uh, Right now, there are yeah. people uh, seeing Top Gun Maverick at if you have an AMC in, in, in Vestavia Hills and elsewhere. Pull it up, and you'll see their seats taken in Maverick. It's I do it every morning. I, that's like a, some people wake up and like do I don't know go on walks or something. Do like Wordle. I wake up and just look at who's in a seat at AMC, and um, specifically <laughs> in Top Gun Maverick. And then I screenshot it and I send it to Corey. And yeah, it's every almost every day. I'm just like, there's an 11 a.m. screening of Maverick, and look, there's 20 people that have bought tickets. It's just nuts. And people are seeing that movie over and over and over again in a way that they really haven't since I don't know. I mean, what's the last runaway box office success that's not tied to a major like cinematic universe that's just kind of run away like that? And I guess I mean, Endgame is the last thing I can think of that that was sort of like blowing doors quite to the yeah, level, right? Avatar. You know, yeah, yeah. which is kind of the compar- comparable idea, considering it's. I mean, Top Gun is a franchise now that there's a second movie, but it's not. Yeah. You know, it's not a, a cinematic universe. But now we're heading to the fall, and we're headed into a couple of months where there's not a ton in the way of big budget studio entertainment coming down the pipeline till the end of October when uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson returns to theaters as Black Adam. I know we're all you know, big Black Adam heads in this room and we're psyched for whatever the hell Black Adam is. Um, but, but until then, um, tiny, you know, smaller titles. Um, you know, not that they don't look cool and good. Uh, a lot of Upcoming movies look cool and good, but but very few built into, you know, some sort of recognizable intellectual property between now and Black Adam, debatably, but really Black Panther two in the, at the beginning of November. So it's going to be interesting to see if this theatrical rebound continues. Uh, and it seems to me that Movie Pass may be um, relaunching it. Maybe not the best time, considering. Well, they do seem to be making good decisions left and right. So <laughs> I mean, the month of September. Look, there are, there are some really exciting smaller titles, many of which we're going to book here at the Sidewalk Cinema, and you should definitely come see them here. But you know, we'll see how those do at the box office. My instinct is not particularly well. I mean, I think that Viola Davis movie, The Woman King, can do okay. It looks super cool. Um, and I would have said Don't Worry Darling until everybody involved with Don't Worry Darling has doused themselves in gasoline and lit themselves on fire in the past few days. Is there any... I don't think anybody's going to be left to actually promote that movie but by the time it comes out in a month. Uh, I don't know Did if you've been keeping up. something happened in the last 24 hours? Yep. <laughs> well, I have no... I'm clueless. What happened? Um, uh, Olivia Wilde was like, I fired Shia LaBeouf because I didn't want his energy on my set because he's an abuser or whatever. But that isn't news, right? I no, mean, it's not. Said, that was the whole, like, I have a no-asshole right. policy. Yes, and yes, I, yes. And I told him... But and it I mean, turns out... shocker. Turns out that that might not have been the whole truth, it turns out. What was the whole truth she wanted to get with Harry Styles? Is that what's going on? Shia came back and was like, I left willingly, as you know, and like somebody released a video of her like trying to like coax him back and being like, this would be a learning experience for Miss Flo, Miss Florence Pugh, by the way, who deserves a little bit more respect than what Olivia Wilde showed her, according to many on the internet. (laughs) So... um, 
that coupled with all of the Harry Styles nonsense and the fact that Harry Styles stands want to like burn Olivia Wilde at a stake anyway. They're just looking for a reason to. I mean, these people are intense. Well, she is pretty. Sure, but let this be a lesson to any of y'all. Don't just flippantly go date Harry Styles because all of a sudden there will be massive populations of people who want to see you dead. hot take, do date Harry Styles because she pretty. Okay, fine. She she pretty. She does have the hair. We're talking about Harry Styles. And that's another thing. Like The the worm is starting to turn on Harry Styles because all of a sudden now everybody's like, oh, so you were just pretending to be gay and stuff by being on magazine covers and wearing dresses and whatever. And he's like, yeah, I'm dating Olivia Wilde. And now, you know, everybody's mad. Because people just get mad at people. I don't know. Is anyway, keep people from going to see this film? Yeah, it might. Really? I don't know. I'm going to go see it. but It's not stopping you. <laughs> but, yeah, that's not a um, surprise. I see pretty much everything. We've, we've, we've now just, this conversation has evolved from movie pass. There's never been another conversation that's evolved from movie pass to... Harry Styles, I don't think. I don't I, think. I, every conversation that I have naturally progresses in the direction of Harry Styles. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's well, just... we'll be starting our One Direction podcast here later this afternoon if y'all want to come back and join us. But I think we'll wrap up Reflections. Yep. Thank you for listening to the Side Talks podcast. We're your own personal cinematic Jeff Lebowski and Don Henley. <laughs> you like that one? Oh, uh, I do like that one. Jeffrey the Dude Lebowski. Uh, uh-huh. Who are you? Are you Don Henley or the Dude? Mm, I think I'm the Dude. I think that that, I think I'm the Dude. Yeah, I don't like the Eels. <laughs> we had a conversation about this on a recent podcast, too. Uh, okay. Uh, so thanks uh, as always Revelator Coffee Revelator Coffee our sponsor um, where I got coffee this morning already and we'll probably hit them up again at some point before the weekend is over thanks to our friends at Boutwell Studios especially Brad hey Brad Uh, thanks Brad uh, for being out here uh, recording us and making us sound semi-professional which is what we hope for Um, sidewalkfest.com and at Sidewalk Film on social media where you can see what we're programming at the cinema when we reopen on September 9th after a Labor Day weekend break. We'll be back with uh, more cinema programming. Um, what are we showing, Rachel? We're going to figure that That's out That's a soon. really good question. Actually, we're going to be doing the um, Sundance Shorts. Oh, I do sick. Know, I do know that. Um, Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul has been requested. I think we might be doing Bros. So there should be some good stuff. Yeah. Bros at the end of September. That's a that's a that's going to be I think a, a fun title to come see, so especially in a check smaller room like this. And, um, yeah. All right, that's it. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.